This being San Francisco, Camp wasn't your average taxi passenger. It turned out he was the wrong guy to banish. The previous year, he had sold his startup, StumbleUpon, to eBay for $75 million, though he remained with eBay, running the company. StumbleUpon's offices were near South Park, a neighborhood near downtown that had been the epicenter for internet companies during the industry boom of the late 1990s. Camp, who began calling pricier but more reliable limousine services in addition to hailing cabs when possible, hit on a solution to his problem. The fix capitalized on a shift in the business strategy of an iconic Silicon Valley company that was on the cusp of stratospheric growth. In 2007, the same year Camp became a multimillionaire, Apple released the first iPhone. Though heralded as a breakthrough product for its revolutionary touchscreen, the product that would transform Apple got off to a slow start. In the United States, its first market, it worked only on AT&T's network known for spotty service. And the phone's only apps, software programs that enabled non-calling options like surfing the web or managing a calendar, were installed on the phone by Apple. Outside software developers worked so hard to create unauthorized apps for the iPhone, however, that in 2008, Apple reversed course. Seizing both a business opportunity and a way to enhance the value of the phone, Apple created a mobile shopping site, the App Store, that allowed any developer to create a program for the iPhone, provided it first received Apple's approval. That summer, Camp was standing at the corner of 2nd and South Park Streets with his iPhone in hand and running late for a date when the proverbial light bulb flicked on in his head. I thought, why can't I just request a car from my phone? An engineer, he knew the iPhone included a GPS chip, a semiconductor that could transmit its location to a network of satellites. So I thought, okay, if you put one iPhone in the car and it has the GPS location and you have one in your hand, then dispatchers don't have to take down addresses anymore. There could just be one button in the app that says, pick me up. Camp did some research and found some apps that did a version of what he was after. One, Taxi Magic, connected users to taxi dispatchers, but didn't offer the instant gratification he was after. It had, he says, an old-school Web 1.0 experience, the ultimate put-down in the dawning mobile age. What Camp understood was the technology that lurked inside the iPhone that presented another game-changing opportunity. It was called an accelerometer, a motion sensor that's standard in aircraft guidance systems and automobile airbags, but was new to phones. The accelerometer would be key for fitness devices like Fitbit and later the Apple Watch, which could track steps traveled with great accuracy. Camp envisioned another possibility. Together with the GPS technology in the phone, the accelerometer meant it was possible to track not just where a car was, but also how fast it was moving. With this information, a phone could automate billing in the background, Camp says. In other words, while a taxi meter shows a price clicking by over the course of a ride, 
a system that used smartphones with chips in them, could spit out an image of a map that showed the beginning and end of the trip as well as its duration. In addition, by harnessing the computing power in the phone, a central computer would link a rider with a driver, cutting out the dispatcher middleman altogether. Camp began discussing his idea with friends, which was second nature to the young entrepreneurs of San Francisco. Then he did something most people wouldn't think to do, but that had become part of Camp's entrepreneurial repertoire. On August 8, 2008, he paid $35 to reserve a website, www.ubercab.com. Years later, Uber's name would represent an overarching strategy of providing transportation services at a massive global level.